So it's the evening of Remembrance Day, Armistice Day in the UK. Pro-Palestinian marchers have rallied in London in large numbers and former Defence Force generals there have defended their right to do so in the face of opposition from Home Secretary Suella Braverman. She described the rallies in advance as hate marches and accused the police of favouring left-wing groups over right. BBC Sussex breakfast producer Will Flockton used to be with Morning Report on RNZ and Will travelled into London today. Good Good morning, Will. Good morning. Good morning. In The Independent, uh, I see this morning, police hit with unacceptable violence as far-right protesters storm Cenotaph Remembrance event. Can you tell us what went on by and large today? Well, it's been a, a very charged day uh, for, for everyone here in the UK. Um, in terms of the counter-protesters, um, I, I witnessed them firsthand, for instance. There, there was only about sort of 200 or so of those compared to the 300,000 uh, pro-Palestinian marches. And and they were quite uh, geographically uh, separated as well. So so we'll, we'll get on and to explain about, about that uh, very shortly. Just a, a little bit of context I just wanted to give to you firstly. Um, this protest and, and day here in the UK has sort of the, the culmination of what's been going on as a sort of what we call here in, in the Britain, British media, uh, a culture war, sort of the, the very deeply unpopular Tory Conservative government uh, in charge, sitting at around about sort of 23%, I think, in the polls compared to Labour, which is sitting around about 50% in the polls. So you can see that they're very diametrically opposed already. Uh, what what the government's trying to do is they're trying to sort of stoke up uh, a bit of uh, well, I think the word probably is the best way to, is, is sort of hatred or division uh, between groups to, to rally sort of support around them. Uh, and so what they've done here is uh, uh, sort of plonked themselves upon the, the, this, this protest today uh, and have sort of put their, their stake in the stand and sort of said, look, we shouldn't be having anything to do with the protest today on Armistice Day. But a little bit of context, Armistice Day wasn't really a big day to celebrate uh, or commemorate uh, fallen soldiers. It was always Remembrance Sunday, which is going to be tomorrow. Uh, the protests, uh, the pro-Palestinian protests that have been taking place in the UK, they've been happening every Saturday now for a good month. And t- today just happened to fall on Armistice Day, the actual day that World War One actually finished. But again, the main commemorations for uh, fallen soldiers fall on Remembrance Sunday. That's the day that you may see in in, the, in New Zealand uh, on TV where the, the king or the queen uh, stands. Uh, there's a televised uh, commemoration from the Cenotaph in, in central London. Yes. Uh, amounts of armed soldiers, etc., all there parading and sort of thing. But elsewhere so, in so, the yeah, but will elsewhere in the UK today, it's reported that the nation did fall silent as usual in respect for those who died in wars. Indeed. Indeed. But again, Armistice Day can fall on any day of the week, and it just happened to fall on sure. Saturday this year. But Remembrance Sunday has always been the main day of commemoration, and that's when, when the big sort of celebration, well, not celebration, commemorations do take place. The, um, uh, the, and so, the, I was going to say, the Home right. Secretary, you know, Suella Braverman, may have gone beyond her remit, but she wasn't alone in her opinions, was she? Because, I mean, you're kind of alluding to this yourself. The PM, Rishi Sunak, said had said the march offends our heartfelt gratitude to the memory of those who gave so much to us so that we could live in peace and freedom today. The Tories have had to walk a fine line here, really. Oh, indeed, indeed. And and there are surveys. Uh, I think the latest survey that I've seen said that 50% of people in the UK thought that there shouldn't be any protests at all today on Armistice Day. So, so she does have a lot of support in that. But 
you know, in contrast, 300,000 people did turn out for the rally uh, for the, in, to protest in support of Palestine. And some people have been saying, you know, that's, well, that is the biggest turnout we've seen over the month of the protests that we've been having. And some people are saying that they've come out deliberately because the ministers told, uh, or, you know, government ministers have been saying to people, please don't, don't protest today. So, yeah, it, it's a fine line, uh, but I don't know... <sighs> It's hard to see what the government's trying to do at, at the same sort of time as trying to sort of diffuse uh, tensions that have been taking place. Yeah, before we get back to what actually happened today, this is being seen as Suella Braverman positioning herself for a leadership challenge. It'll be interesting to see how Rishi Sunak reacts. I mean, does he need her there to keep a certain amount of votes in the Conservative fold, given the polling that you've just mentioned, or will he regard her as too much of a liability? Well, the Tory party, the Conservative party, the, the, the right-wing party here in Britain is a deeply divided party. It, as I was saying in the polls, they're, they're very low in the polls. And so they are facing an election in the next 12 months or so after four years in power now because uh, of the five-year terms that they have over here. Uh, the, the party is split very much between a right wing of the party and a more centrist uh, group in the party. Rishi is seen as a what was seen more of as a centrist, um, calming leader um, after what uh, we had with Boris Johnson, and Suella is a part of that right wing part of the party. Okay. And so, there, so it's a, a difficult. Uh, well, he's in a difficult position because a lot of people are saying, or a lot of the right wing members of the, the, the Conservative Party are saying. Basically, if you get rid of Suella, um, we'll go as well. And that could be a big chunk of that party. Understood. So he has to sort of walk a a fine line. Um, So groups on, just getting back to the march on the time we have, if you don't mind. I mean, groups on the right, football hooligans, many of them are being called, cause police most of the trouble today. Indeed, yeah, and there was about a couple of hundred or so of them. I saw them firsthand. Um, uh, you know, they were led mainly by uh, Tommy Robinson, who is the leader of the English Defence League, which is a, a well-known far-right group here in the UK, which is always sort of stirring up trouble. Um, a lot of them were wearing football shirts. Um, some of them, a lot of them actually weren't even wearing poppies, because obviously a poppy is the commemorative uh, emblem that we wear here in the UK, as we do in New Zealand. Uh, and, and as the Met Office, uh, Met Police uh, Chief said to, me, to the media this morning, you know, they were made up of various right-wing groups. They came with the intent on confrontation, the intent on violence, and the intent of causing trouble, and that's what they did. Uh, it all sort of started just before 11 a.m., which is when uh, there's two minutes of silence um, nationwide. Uh, they sort of grouped uh, near the Cenotaph and then sort of marched down to the Cenotaph, and then the police uh, sort of had some scuffles with them. There was barricades thrown, mm. uh, chanting at the police, saying things like "You're not English anymore" at the Met Office police. Um, so, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was, it, but you know, and and the violence has sort of continued through the day. But it's it's more sort of scuffles from a, a small number of people compared to the three hundred thousand. And by marches. contrast, the actual marching in support of Palestinians was mainly peaceful. Oh, hugely peaceful. Mm. And, and it was huge. Um, like 300,000, that's two and a half miles long. So it's nearly five kilometers long, uh, full of people marching. Um, it took an hour for the, the start of the march to the end of the march to pass me where I was standing watching it. Uh, and it, it was 
uh, mainly families, um, people of all different creeds and races. Uh, there was a lot of Jewish groups, um, people saying Jews against genocide were some of the banners that we were seeing. Uh, so, you know, it was largely very peaceful. And then I was uh, there walking back towards the train station with a lot of the marches as well. And, that, you know, it was, it was sort of almost a family day out. That was the sort of level that they were dealing with. There, there has been some video footage of um, confrontations between the counter demonstrations and the, the pro-Palestinian marches. Uh, and there were some arrests on, well, there was a hundred arrests of the counter demonstrators, the right wing uh, groups. Very good. Uh, but there were also some pro-Palestinians arrested. But I think that was more through from what I've seen on, on the Internet. Will uh, Flopton. Sort of yeah. on. Thank you, Will. Um, thank you very much for that report. And good of you to go into London today for us. That's Will Flopton.